This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I am your host, Chris Freelis, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Joining me, as always, halfway across the world, Jared Morgan. Live from a boat, because it's been very, very wet here in Queensland. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we've had flooding here in Queensland. Uh, we've got about, some sinners have had 400 millimeters of rain in about three hours. Um, well, this is why your cars have the uh, the snoot on them, right? The, yeah. the exhaust snoot <laughs> well, that goes up through the roof, so you can drive through this stuff. Yeah, that's right. Well, they actually have a, they have another campaign here called "If It's Flooded, Forget It," because there's lots <laughs> of heroes. There's lots of heroes that like to drive through um, flooded water and not realize that you know half the roads washed out beneath them. Right. And um, yeah, it's a bit of a bad time. So yeah, they actually have this campaign that says "If It's Flooded, Forget It," and um, uh, most people still ignore it. <laughs> as you see in all the news it's, it's amazing the the campaigns that uh have to get put out you know for various causes and you know they might as well just start every one of these with hey dumbass yeah <laughs> <laughs> they really should shouldn't they hey don't be an idiot and don't, Clearly don't, you don't, have don't. no sense of you know common sense so <laughs> it's like yeah you go through like there's some bits of road i saw some cars going through like flooded areas with water over the road and the water, you know, you could actually see the road below it and it was low enough that would not have been any trouble at all to get across, you know, and that's, that's okay. I think as long as you can see the road surface below um, and you know, the condition of the road underneath, then that's fine. But if you, if all you see is a big lake um, (laughs) or like rapid water going over a huge like expanse, like what was, you know, like a, uh, a 10 meter wide creek is now a 50 meter wide creek. You know, maybe, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> I think that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it's been real wet here, but we've been fine. Um, but pretty much everywhere else that's low um, has been inundated. Um, some record, some 40 year records have been broken here. So it's been crazy. Wow. Yeah. Good we time. actually got sent home that the, uh, the government here in Queensland officially um, sent everyone home last Thursday um, and closed all the schools on Thursday and Friday, which was great for the kids because it's now school holidays here. Uh, um, so extra, two, yeah, extra two days of school holidays for them. So they're stoked. And the parents are going, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, over in, in this neck of the woods, uh, the the rain has seemingly stopped. We're back to sunny weather, and uh, that makes me happy because I don't yeah. like the cold. And I don't like the wet. I know that we need the wet, but I really don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't. I don't really mind the wet, but I don't like this sort of wet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, ridiculous wet, like bib- biblical wet. You know, yeah, biblical proportions, apocalypse wet. <laughs> yeah. Yep, no good. Well, it's um, it's classic California, really, isn't it? Like it's sunny all the time. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Southern California. You got to. We do have to, del- you know, delineate ourselves from Northern California, or 
see when we talk California, we always just assume Southern California. And when Northern Californians uh, talk California, they have to specify Northern California because otherwise they get lumped in Southern California and they don't like us much. Mm. So <laughs> that's probably fair enough too. Cause if you think of Queensland, there's like, you know, Southeast Queensland, which is where I live. And then there's like the North, which is tropical. So yeah. it's sort of like saying, Oh, just Queensland. It's yeah. very broad because California does is quite a big state. Yeah. Yeah. We cover quite a bit of distance long and narrow. Mm. Um, the uh, the the reason why Northern California doesn't like us is because we take all their water. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Well, you know, you got the pipes. Yeah, <laughs> it's all yeah. pipes. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Um, hey, before we get uh, get going much further, I want to give a uh, a big notice of appreciation to one of our listeners, uh, Andrew Driver. He's been listening to us since uh, since the Barcade Podcast days. It's really My rough. God rough days god that's a long time ago when there was eight voices shouting over (laughs) each other and uh and really bad comedy skits with really terrible irish accents going on um (laughs) (laughs) yep anyway i just want to give a big uh thanks to him he he uh donated to the cause so that we can uh keep our website going so mucho appreciation Good on you, mate. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, keep on listening. It's going to get better. Well, why do you say that? As if it's not good enough? <laughs> it's always going to get better. It's <laughs> continuous improvement. I always, I always love it. At the end of our podcast, you know, if you make it through the end of the podcast, um, there's there's Jared's uh, little notice. Section. Yeah, his little canned uh, speech section saying, hey, thanks for listening. And to be sure and... Uh, Leave really reviews. reviews and stuff. Yes. Be- and then the final one that it always kind of tweaks me is he goes, we can't really get better unless you tell us how. And I'm like, we've been doing this how long? Do we really yeah. still need them to be telling us how to get better or do we just kind of know? Uh, <laughs> or do we even care? Just, well, it's sometimes we like to know. Like, <laughs> as far as the format goes, I think we're okay. I think we've got that down, which the format basically is we do what we want, (laughs) (laughs) which seems to be working pretty well for the last like 50 episodes or so that we've done in this format. Um, (laughs) But um, it's more about, you know, leaving reviews. It's actually on the subject of reviews for podcasts. It is actually kind of good to do it if you are an iTunes user um, because it does actually surface the podcast higher um, with, with the positive review, just like an app review, really. Um, it, it contributes towards its its um, position in the the podcast chart. So, if you if you do listen through iTunes and aren't using um, something like Pocket Cast on Android or something like that to consume the podcast, if you if you do like it, leave us a review. Um, and uh, if you don't, send us an email and tell us why you don't. Um, which is generally the case for anything as well. Like reviews yeah. are only there to when you leave a review for anything, it should only th- it should only be positive things. If you've got negative things to say, you send an email to the person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> generally that should be how it works. But I know a lot of people find reviews easier to unload their vitriol in. Um, not that we've really had any reviews, I think, for the podcast. I was going to say, I, I, I don't know if we have. And if we have, I haven't gotten any notification, nor have I necessarily gone over... And looking, and looking, <laughs> yeah. looking, yeah. 
So, yeah, but I mean, the, really, a lot of the time, reviews come in different forms, right? Like, so we, we don't get official reviews in iTunes, but we get all the folks in Kimber Arcade fans interacting with yeah. us and, and having a yeah. laugh. And that's, like, honestly, that's just as good. Or on Twitter, um, uh, as we just Twitter, got a yeah. notification uh, today where somebody was like, hey, you know what? I came in to listen to the pinball and came out uh, being like, yeah, they're talking Aquabats. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone's happy <laughs> exactly you know you never know what uh, we, we never know what's going to spark you guys' interest as we the, never know what we're going to talk about generally before the show yeah. starts so that, that, <laughs> that does happen too <laughs> yeah, we, we totally find it and that's obviously seems to be the best way um that this show works it, it that format works for us so we do it yep so um uh last week on chris's adventures of eight ball deluxe I regaled yeah, everybody yeah. with uh, with uh, charred boards and a non-functioning pinball machine. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> since then, the on Thursday, this guy Nick from uh, I believe he actually works for Stern. He uh, yeah. is based out in Vegas. Anyway, he was coming to the WonderCon in Anaheim, which is a uh, I guess it's another one of these. You know, it's another Comic Con essentially, but it's not. Uh, it's more anime and uh, cosplay-based than it is uh, movie-based, which kind of Comic-Con has become very heavy. Movie-centric. Movie yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, the as Stern has been doing at various cons, they you know bring some machines and set up a booth and uh, you know let it roll. And I think they've been having much success based off of... Mm. You, 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 pinball has definitely picked up, I say, in the last two years... Um, yeah, it's become much more commonplace. I've been seeing much more, many more articles about it. Um, yeah, it's become part of the zeitgeist now. It's just like yeah, a, yeah and it gets mentioned in the in, same breath as the uh, vinyl records and um, I don't know plastic chairs. I, I, <laughs> what else? <laughs> vinyl what else is plastic chairs. <laughs> um, vinyl, vinyl plastic chairs. You know, egg shaped chairs. Right. No. Um, Imagine if you had a place that sold vinyl chairs, plastic records. <laughs> Pimples. <laughs> That'd just be a recipe for success, a business opportunity right there. Yeah. So anyway, uh, WonderCon is in Anaheim. Anaheim is uh, by freeway, only twenty minutes away from me. So yeah. after after he got done setting up, he swung by my house. Um, again, thanks to uh, Mike Lovett of Wizard Amusements who gave me his phone number. <laughs> Good on you, Mike. Good on you, Mike. Uh, so anyway, uh, Nick came over and as many questions that I had regarding voltage and where to meter and what kind of numbers and, you know, me trying to stare at a schematic going, what am I that? Yeah. <laughs> he comes in there, whips out the meter, starts just touching points, going, "Nope, that's good. No, nope, that's good. Nope, that's good." It was, it's, yeah, you know, one of those things where you, when you see somebody that knows what they're doing, doing their thing, you realize how little you know, and yeah. are ever so grateful that they know what they know because <laughs> he whipped through and troubleshot like a madman. The yeah. good news is all of my boards are fine. Good. That's really good. Yeah, so I was getting, uh, and he checked the the power modulator board first. Um, said all the all the voltage was just was just fine on that, and then he started checking the MPU board and trying to figure out what was going on with that. And that one was kind of stumping him for a little bit, and then he started kind of uh, you know 
testing various connectors and seeing if they were getting power. And the on the solenoid board, there's a connector. It's called the. It goes into the J3. I don't know what exactly any of that is, but anyway, mm. he kind of was plugging and jiggling and kind of just you know playing with it a little bit, rocking it back and forth, and all of a sudden, boom! MPU came back to life, and I realized yep, that. Therefore, it was my going through and unplugging and plugging everything back in that <laughs> yeah. shook the connection. So it's one of those things where I said, so do I need to replace the connectors? And he goes, eventually. Um, yeah. But in the meantime, it's working again. So so if it doesn't work again, jiggle the connectors. It could actually connectors. be... Right. It, it could be one of two things. It could be that the, um, the risers of the motherboard, there's a little bit of dry solder on them. So uh, when your soldering skills get up, you might just be able to reflow solder onto those connectors um, or the little pins, and that might actually fix the problem. Yeah. Um, or it could actually be within the plug itself, um, in which case, yeah, snip the wires, redo the plug. Again, but, every, when everybody's recommendation is first <clears> thing you do is change all the plugs you know, mm. and connectors. Well, it is usually <laughs> the cause of most problems, as you found and, out. And, as I just found out. So, you know, again, that's one of those, okay, down the road, we'll we'll get to that. Um, yeah, buy a so crimping that, tool, buy some Molex plugs, and just go to town. Yeah, you know, that uh, that put him back on course to then trying to deal with my sound issues. Yeah. So he was checking it all out, and he was like, "Oh no, these are warming up. They're getting, you know, they're good. All the test points were good." Um, he was just basically we had a solid green light, and he wanted to get rid of that solid green light and get it to pulsing seven times because mm-hmm. uh, that would tell him where any error was. So he popped off a couple of the uh, the chips that were on there. Turns out the uh, two of them had a leg broken uh, on them. Yep. So he repaired the leg on each of those. So how do you repair a leg on a ROM? Do you just he, touch a solder on it? You know, he... he, he he had a little thin wire and he kind of jammed it in the hole where it would go. And then he put the, the chip, the wire over and, you know, held it in place, made sure that it was making a connection. Once it made the connection. Yeah. Then he soldered it into place. So it's, <laughs> it's a completely Frankenstein temporary fix, but uh, again, it, it, all we were doing was trying to, again. yeah, we were just trying to find out what the issue was. Mm. Um, once the issue is found, well then you can go ahead and, you know, replace as necessary. Um, yeah. So then, but what he suspected was, and he kind of, uh, he left pretty much thinking that this is the case, but he was saying that my chips, they have what's called bit rot. Uh-huh. So bit rot, uh, over time, it basically chews away the information that's on the inside and there's no replacing it other than getting a new chip. I mean, it's, it's once it's gone, it's gone. Um, unfortunately he didn't have, uh, his chip reader with him. Um, so he wasn't able to, to confirm necessarily, but the, there's three short chips that are basically exactly responsible for the sound. And those were the three that he was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not happy with these three. And so what he's going to do is, uh, come back on another day with a squawk and talk board that he knows is fully functional. And, uh, hopefully his card, uh, reader i assume that it's also a writer um but uh, if we can make sure that the that those chips work then then we're all we're all good at least on the soundboard aspect but he said the amp was perfectly fine 
Um, and uh, uh, again, all the voltage on it was was perfectly fine. So then we moved on to the lights that I had that weren't functioning anymore. And it was kind of a string of light. I mean, obviously, they were connected in some man way, shape, or form. It turns out that it was more lights than I thought it uh, initially, which was the okay. rollover B and the arrow light. No, it was a couple of the uh, numbered balls and then also the... Uh, in the bank of drop targets, there's a whole uh, set of lights that are also numbered, and a couple of those were uh, out. So there was an actual string of lights that were were gone. Marking now what those were, and then reading the, the book, he was able to determine that it's one of the on the uh, flat matrix. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of it's one of the chips die really, really easily. Yeah, so one of those chips is dead, and so he was like, okay, so we got to replace that. Um, yeah. But, but again, know, you checked every other connector on that board, and there was only one that was dodgy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, it, this, uh, the lamp matrix chips are like if you need to replace them, what they normally do is when they're doing the replacement of the chip, they put a socket on there and then they put the, the chip into the socket because it's pretty common that they go. If you ground out something incorrectly or you like touch wise over things that you shouldn't be touching, it'll blow that chip. Mm -hmm. Um, real easy. So normally they just yeah put a socket in, and you can just buy these chips. They're very inexpensive. They're like a couple of bucks, and yeah. um, they will just they will just work. They're a pre-programmed chip, basically um, that is a drop-in replacement. Um, so they're just an integrated circuit. Is all they are. Little so anyway, once that's all, uh, once those are all, I mean they they all seemed fairly minor. You might say. Um, mm. It's just troubleshooting them as major. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I was I was amazed at how I didn't realize so many of the chips are just interchangeable with each other. Um, there's only a very few that are yeah. specific um, chips. So he was Two. able to you know pop them off, put them in place, and you know elsewhere, and be like, no, nope, see, it's working here. So it's not the chip that's bad. It's the you know, or or it is the chip that's bad. You know determining which is so which. he was able to like take out a they like a sound chip and then put it into another sound chip socket and it would still behave the same or it exactly. doesn't matter where you essentially put them as long as they're all in together and right. together they form the the whole of its part i guess yeah. you could say yeah. yeah right so it was interesting but he was over here for uh he was over here for two hours um Wow, just okay. hammering away that's, looking at stuff yeah no, he, that's a, he gave it a thorough looks over <laughs> Well, it's good. It sounds like most of the stuff that you're concerned about isn't actually a real problem. And it's just right. doing a few minor tweaks here, getting a new um, uh, EEPROM for the uh, sound. And that, I mean, many people out there can burn them for you. You can just buy a complete set right. from market specialties, I think. Or, you know, this guy probably can actually do it for you because you have a ROM burner. Um, so, you know, easily fixed. Um, and it sounds like you got a. Uh, all you need to then do is re-rubberize the playfield and and uh, start flipping. Well, it. that's just it. It's it's you know however much I need to pay to uh, get these little things uh, working. Whatever's left over then goes to uh, cosmetic <laughs> appearance things. Like new, mm. like rubber is probably the first thing I do need to. I don't own any Nobus um, polishing. Excuse um, Mr. Shane. It's fine. Or furniture polish. Fine. Yeah. But, uh, well, that and there's the, there's the question. So, over the like playfield, it's not clear coated, but it looks like it has a uh, a form of mylar over the entire playfield. 
Um, mm-hmm. It's not just in specific areas, but it was the entire play field done. So okay. there's my question. Are you not supposed to use Novus on Mylar? Uh, I don't think so. Novus is just a cleaner. Um, there's different grades of Novus, of course, right. like the more abrasive version and the the sort of fine polish. So I think generally Novus 2 is what they use to um, polish play fields and sort of get them back to nice and slippery again so yeah. the ball can really fly over it. So it works pretty much the same um, if it's got mylar or if it's got a clear coat. Essentially, you're just cleaning the surface and reconditioning the surface. Yeah. So... Ovis is, I think, used on pretty much everything. It's gentle enough that it doesn't really um, affect the mylar or the plastic overlay. Um, likewise, with the automotive clear coats, it's just as good. So then they um, say after, you, yeah, after I, you've cleaned it with Novus, then throw on the Carnuba wax and uh, let it rock. Yeah, you can if you really want to go hardcore. But seriously, I just buy a tin of um, furniture polish. The brand over here is Mr. Sheen. I'm sure that's a brand that you can get over there as well. Um, but it's just it's just a spray-on foaming furniture polish, and it's good because it gets into all the little gaps. You can spray it along habit rails and stuff as well, and it brings them back up to beautiful shine. Habit so rails, I don't much, any of those. <laughs> yeah, you don't have any of those, but you know you can, and I have. Like it's my go-to polish, and yeah. um, I've even gone to our local supermarket and got the generic brand of it. Still works just as well. Mm. So it's it's fine. It's just, it just removes all the solenoid dust. Um, I need to get, get uh, new on my uh, on my pop bumpers. I need to get new pop rings. Uh, mm-hmm. The skirt, so oh, that the actual can, middle thing. No, it's the little plastic uh, on top of a belly. It's, oh, it's the, amber, and then on top of that is the cap. That uh, yeah. So good. So I'm the missing. I'm, yeah. So I'm missing one of the eight ball deluxe caps. But then at closer inspection of the other two, it looks like they've just been glued onto the uh, uh. onto the rings. So the the rings are they're only three bucks each, and uh, yeah, I can get a set of caps for uh, twenty bucks. Um, yeah, easy. So that's not that's not the problem. I need to get a new coil for my knocker coil, um, mm-hmm. which is ten bucks. So there, uh, I need to I should re- really need to buy some lights. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, uh, you, should, you should think about LED. Uh, I think on that era of pinball machine some of the controlled lamps so the ones like the the eight ball lights and stuff they don't go so well with leds but you could definitely put all the leds under the plastics all the gi leds yeah apparently um, you need to get a um a new board though for the led oh, lamps. really the, there's something about uh, i was reading about it that uh, some people have had no problems plugging them in and other people have saying that the the light just kind of flickers a little bit and then goes right back out um, yeah, I think so you've got to get the right type of LEDs. Like you got to, there's really cheap ones, the non, uh, the ghosting LEDs. Yeah. But the ones that are non-ghosting, I think actually have the the little bit of circuitry built in that that board that you're talking about actually offers. So if you were, for example, going to use LEDs in the whole playfield, you probably would just go and buy the the lamp driver board, um, yeah. and that would solve the problem for you. But otherwise, you can just use the um, the non-ghosting LEDs. I think. Again, you know, Marco one. sells uh, an entire kit for two hundred and fifteen bucks. Um, oh, really? A whole board yeah. kit. A whole board kit and all the LEDs. Or, you know, I can spend twenty-two bucks and have a hundred bulbs. 
of uh, just regular five five fives and uh, go yeah, with that for a little while. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll certainly do for the time being. Um, <laughs> and uh, the thing is that you know, the longer you have those those bulbs in, the the crustier the GI circuit will get. Right. It'll just keep on getting real charred. So, so if anybody out there yeah. is a uh, an LED distributor and wants to uh, give me a sample pack that will work <clears throat> on my table. Um, I'd be more than happy to accept a sample pack. <laughs> yeah. And when you say sample pack, you mean uh, an entire kit of LEDs. No, I don't mean, no, 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 no. I'm not asking for an entire kit. I'm just saying, if you want to, uh, uh, you know, try and convert me to the, to the ways of LED on a pinball machine, then, uh, you know, send a couple of bulbs my way and let me see what they look like. Um, yeah. See how they work. So, like I said, it's basically what would, what I would wind up with is the cosmetics of the machine. Um, mm. And, and, and how that's going. I was thinking of, you know, with the uh, with the return lane, when the ball comes down, now my return lanes aren't dented at all. Like on Firepower, they were dented from how forceful the ball can come at the return lane. On A-Ball Deluxe, yeah. it doesn't look like it's much of a problem. There's no, uh, they're not caved in at all. They're, they're you know, crimped or anything. They're nice and straight. That being said, okay. the ball comes down, and as soon as it hits the back of the flipper, it kind of does a little hop. Yeah. Um, so it's got a it's a wire guide, isn't it? Um, it's like a little wire guide. The ball it's rolls. A metal plate. No, it's a metal plate. A metal plate. Okay. Um, that could now, just be Cliffy's the thickness. Sells, Cliffy sells them, and I'm not sure if they have done something with the shape so that it goes flush with the flipper instead of being slightly lower than the flipper, so the ball bounces on the back of the flipper. Um, mm. So that might be something that I'll try too. Those are eleven bucks each. And I would okay. only, yeah. I would only need the two. So, yeah, that's fair enough. Because it is kind of annoying doing doing a live doing a live flip and it hopping on you, and so therefore there are certain angles that you can't get on the fly. <laughs> uh, you have to catch mm. the ball and 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 get the, that angle, you know, because of that. Are they original flipper bats on there? I couldn't tell you. Okay, so the on. That era of pinball, I think you might find that the rubbers were slightly thinner than the regular uh, rubbers that you see on most pinballs today. So you might find that it's jumping because the rubbers are actually a little bit too thick mm. um, as well. So just uh, bear that in mind too. If you're going to replace the the return lanes, also replace the flipper bats um, as well because they're if they haven't been replaced recently, they'll be cracked to buggery. Well, they're um, not cracked that I can tell. Uh -huh. All right. Well, think about it because <laughs> they will look. Because <laughs> the thing is, you know, if they're old-ish looking, you're going to be looking at them all the time. Yeah. So cosmetically, just buy a new set, and you'll be guaranteed they're the right type, number one. Um, and you know they're going to look good every time you you flip. So yeah. I did notice that on uh, Marcos, they also sell a custom pinball for Able Deluxe, which is a black mm -hmm. pinball with a little eight on it. And I was like. Mm, I might have to get that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, especially after seeing that kind of stuff in Pinball Arcade with uh, you know their custom balls. Um, I think I've done that very ball <laughs> with you know, a ball deluxe. Although the the problem is is that uh, when you play it in night mode, it's really hard to see a black ball. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to see a thing. Not a problem yeah. on a mobile, but not good on no. a DX11. No, no. Um, so anyway, like I said, I don't know. He's 
the convention ends on Sunday. He might swing by after the convention. Otherwise, I think he said he'll be in California again next week. Um, so for the meantime, the machine actually plays, though, so I can get back to, to playing. The, That's good. Yeah, the battery on the MPU, um, after my neighbor and I tried cleaning it up of the corrosion that was on there, I think we cleaned up all the solder that had been trying to make any connection whatsoever. Um, and so all the high scores, all the uh, uh, game settings that you do via the back box, uh, or not via the back box, via the coin door, um, I can't do any of those. So it's basically factory reset, um, doesn't retain yeah. high scores. Uh, so that's one of those things that I definitely would like to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like to get a battery back in there. I just need to, um, you know, I've looked up the battery replacement kits. Nobody, nobody's selling an actual battery replacement kit. Um, so apparently yeah. everybody's just kind of homebrewing them. I think I know TNT. What they do is they put a button battery holder in place where the um, the little battery pack thing sits on the board, yeah. and that's good because they're cheap. The little um, lithium batteries that you can get from you know a drugstore or whatever, right. um, and they last for ages. They last for a good four years before they start failing. So, yeah, that's that's one way of doing it. Or you know you, you just do what everyone else does and get like a a little three double A. Uh, battery pack. Right. Excuse my question me. is, where do you where do you get that from? You could probably get those from any any place that sells um like spare parts. Like I'd imagine Radio Shack, if they're still in business over there, would sell those. Yeah. Um, or any any place that sells um you know uh, kits that you can build with you know like electronics kits. Yeah. Um, would have all those accessories there anyhow. Yeah. So. The, a really common thing to do is just jump it off the board with long wires and the right. rest in the bottom of the back box. But right. um, the other thing you can do as well, I think it's more expensive, but you can get a, uh, a flash kit that allows you to save game settings on flash memory mm. and doesn't need a battery backup, um, which is pretty cool as well. It actually just daughters onto one of the, um, I think the, the game chip goes into it um, and then it just stores the settings directly on this subboard, and it doesn't require any battery backup at all. It just does it all on yeah. flash memory, which is pretty cool. He was saying that there's uh, somebody's making a soundboard that um, you can play your own music on, so you can have it not play the music that is, say, with Able Deluxe, and you can have it playing your own music. I was <laughs> like, that's pretty cool, especially with I think I've mentioned it so many times. It's driven people nuts, but you know, my story about Centaur and the, uh, that customer on the pack dude did, cause I was like, Ooh, I'd be able to get my music back in there when, you know, going to multi-ball. Um, it's pretty cool. It is. And then he showed me, he showed me the board for Stern, the new Stern board. I oh, kid yeah. you, I kid you not. It was, I don't know, maybe four inches by three inches. That's it. Powers yeah, everything. That's the, no, it doesn't power everything. <laughs> So that that board that he showed you is the Spike board that's in the back box. Then, yeah, because Spike is a distributed um, computing layer, there's a whole lot of daughter boards underneath the playfield that drive things like the flippers, solenoids, all that sort of stuff. So right. rather than having it all up in the back box, it's located right near the thing that it actually controls. So that board he showed you was actually just the ROM board, or the, the or the I think of it like but a it motherboard. Just, it just plugs in with with LAN cables. That's the amazing thing. You know, that's what that's right. 
what plugs into yeah. the other boards land cable it's like wow that's slick yep just everything is network basically yeah back to the main controller yeah and it orchestrates everything it's pretty cool isn't it yeah, yeah it is. spike is spike is pretty cool as an architecture and then he goes you aren't in the market for a new machine are you i'm like no i can barely afford the one that i bought he's like oh because i brought a uh, he brought a metallica le and a ghostbusters Ooh. i don't know what ghostbusters he didn't mention um to the show and he's not exactly keen on hauling him back to vegas <laughs> oh geez wouldn't that be amazing oh you can drop them off to me you know i can mind them for you until you're right yeah do you, want, do you want me to hold on to them uh, while you uh, you know do something yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah wow that'd be all right wouldn't it yeah and then I, and then i said i said you know the machine i really want is a it's a roller games to which I was agreed with, really? <laughs> 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 and he goes, he goes, yeah, I know a guy in Vegas and that's one that's pretty much, you know, like new in box. <laughs> and anyway. I was like, wow. <laughs> but, wow. Yeah. I can't afford that either. <laughs> it's unobtainium. It's unobtainium, Chris. Right? <laughs> when you go to the car dealership and they go, what do I have to do to get you in a car today? And you're like, give it to me for free. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that's pretty much where I'm at there. Uh, yeah, thanks. You know. Yeah. Just had to pay exactly. the property tax. So. Uh... <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that would have sucked. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, no, that's... It's, that's it's... Uh, that's this week's adventures, and hopefully next week I will be able to say that uh, it now tells me to quit talking and start talking. Yeah, it squawks and it talks. That'd be nice for that. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I guess the thing you do, you get to learn lots of stuff with an old pin, more than you probably would with something like a Ghostbusters LE. Um, <laughs> But well, what, also, what I have learned quickly is that uh, I'm probably going to be the pin owner that pays somebody else to fix uh, electronic issues with his machine, and I can uh, strive to deal with the mechanical issues myself. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fair enough. It is a bit of a specialized thing to be able yeah. to fix boards. So, you know, yeah. if you're not comfortable with it, pay someone who is. And as you saw, like two hours with the tech, you, you get a working pin at the end of it, or at least a pin well, that's working for not now. Not only that, but no like I said, he, he knew exactly what everything should be reading without having to you know consult a manual or anything else like that. Um, mm. I, I can imagine me trying to figure out what test points, you know, doing the counts, knowing where they are, looking at a manual, going back and forth. I mean, that's something that would have taken me hours and hours and hours. Yes. Um, so Absolutely. as opposed to him just being like, no, not there. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, we yeah, have that board's fine. You know, <laughs> so yeah, it's like oh, that's a two-minute check, or well, not even that probably. Um, right. So yeah, it, it's it's it is a lot quicker. Sometimes pay an expert to do the job. Yep. You know, it, it's all about time versus cost, really, isn't it? And sometimes yep. paying the cost is that it is worthwhile. That yeah. it is. Oh, uh, what else is going on? There, nothing else new happened with uh, Pinball Arcade, did it? Oh, wait, something kind of that we're going to vaguely mention. <laughs> yeah, because we're we're not quite super sure if if they want to talk about it yet, so we're going to be very vague. At but the let's moment. just say and... some of, some people have been asking us even via Twitter. Uh, so, what is going on with the month off that Farsight is taking? What are they going to be? Uh, you know, do we know what doing, they're working basically. on? Yeah, do we know what they're yeah. doing? And uh, uh, we've had whispers. Uh, we've seen video. 
and we can say that we're talking about them going in and retuning tables, um, yeah. changing collision detections. Uh, it turns out that sometimes uh, the way it was layered with graphic-wise was affecting how the ball was reading the collision, and that was creating what mm-hmm. you know, we often refer to as the vacuum ramps. Um, yeah. We can say that some of those tables that you know and love are going to be significantly more difficult. <laughs> Yeah, or let's just put it this way, more accurate. Or more um, accurate, but yeah. Yeah, but don't expect things like the ball to go rocketing up ramps and and basically you just look at the ramp and the ball go up it anymore. Things are changing. Um, yeah. And and mainly it's, it's changing with those first two season tables. Now, this isn't going to be yeah. either every single table. It's But the tables no. that we've heard mentioned that are being uh, worked on are definitely from those first two seasons. And, uh, yeah. you know, so... Whether or not we see better graphics on any of them, I I don't know. But yeah, gameplay-wise, there's think... going to be something expected. I'm pretty confident we won't see refreshed graphics on them. They're just not going to have enough time. Yeah. Um, but definitely to anything that, we, that can be tweaked that's already in the game, so things like collisions, um, draw order, um, stuff like that, that can be done. Things that actually require an art pass, such as um, alpha panes, um, new artwork, that sort of stuff. No, that won't be done. But yeah, the actual gameplay and your interaction with the playfield and the flippers, I think that's what we can actually look forward to in this um, bug fixing month. But on certain tables, that's the source of many of the bugs that are on that table. That's right. Um, so I think as we draw closer to it, we'll start talking about it more. But uh, there's there's lots of the, the stuff we've seen. Uh, it's certainly getting me very excited and might actually reignite my passion for some tables again um, after they've been implemented. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, the fixes coming out. So that's, uh, that's the little bit of news that we have on that front. Mm. Um, anything else going on that we should mention? Uh, I did actually get, uh, I was in a bit of a tweet conversation with Zen. Yeah. Um, I follow, I follow a guy on Zen called Mel Kirk. He's one of the, the guys who works for Zen. And he was saying, just pulled a, a 13 hour day, uh, at Zen studios, but it's, uh, was totally worth it. I said, Hmm, sounds yeah, like you got something pretty cool. Yeah. It sounds like some, you got something cooking up. That should be pretty interesting. Guys, I cannot wait to show you guys more. Mm. Um, so I think we're going to be in for a Zen table release or announcement pretty soon. So stand by for that one. That'll be sweet. Yeah, it will be sweet. Um, so yeah, uh, I, yeah, I don't even know what they're working on, which is very much the case with Zen because they never show their cards until they actually release a table. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just have to wait and see, but yeah, keep an eye out on their Twitter, Twitter feed or their Facebook page because yeah, I reckon a blog is impending. I'm about tapped out mainly because I want to go back to uh, playing my machine. Mm. You want to flip out. And I have to go as well because I'm having my dad over today and kind of got to clean the house and also buy the food for lunch. Oh, well, yeah, so, <laughs> so probably should probably go do that, I think. Yeah. All right. And uh, you, the listeners, should get back to doing whatever you're doing instead of listening to us uh, blather on and on and on. Um, but hey, if you want to drop us a note, give us a comment, 
give us an idea for uh, an upcoming episode that you want to hear us talk about, please do so. Drop us an email, blah, blah, blockade at, excuse me, let me try that again. God, I always mess that up. Blah, blah, blockade.com. No, God damn it. Jared, no, the hell out of this. Put it at the end of the podcast, please. Um, so, the, the, the address you want is blarkadepinball.com for the website and blah, blah, blarkade at gmail.com for the email. Uh, <laughs> that, that, they're the ones that you want. Why don't you go ahead and mock us on Twitter? Jared is <laughs> at Jared Morgs. I am at Shut Your Traps. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can also uh, uh, check out my Instagram feed. It's uh, Shut Your Trap. Or you just look up Chris Freebus, either or, and you'll uh, find my Instagram. And yeah, those are about the uh, the notes that we're going to give today. Yeah, that's about right. All right, folks. Hey, uh, if you want us to geek out on any uh, on anything not pinball, also give us a heads up what you're interested in, because I, you know, I'm always up for going off on tangents non pinball. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what the show is all about. Um, so yeah you send us stuff and we will do our best to talk about it and entertain you yes alright so until then we'll talk to you next week bye 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 wizardamusement.com the site to visit for custom pinball shooter runs easy to install totally unique mention blockade podcast for 10% off your order wizardamusement.com sales restoration customization don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blarcade is delivered to. You can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening, play some pinball.